Hi, welcome to Space Pope Reviews episode 14. My name is Vince, or as some people call me, The Space Pope. This is my podcast where I critique SoundCloud, Twitter, and other independent rappers with the hopes of helping them level up. I was a rapper myself for five years. I didn't get anywhere with it, but it did teach me a little bit about the tricks of the trade. I've also been an amateur music reviewer and work some odd music industry jobs trying to poke my way into the music industry. So I know a little bit about the industry side too, I guess you could say. And I'm trying to share my wisdom with you guys. If you want me to review your project, you can email me at gugl0003 at gmail.com. Today's review is of an artist named Zach Hertz, who is a Boston area rapper. I was just lamenting on Twitter the other day about how Boston doesn't really have any big name rappers and maybe Zach will change that. He has three songs up on streaming. The most recent two, Jose and Love for the Homies, are going to be on an upcoming project and he would like some feedback on that. So let's take a listen and see how those tracks sound. some tips on mixing I'm not an engineer so I don't really know all about that but to me this sounds pretty good it's not great it's definitely not terrible it's in that like you know top 30% I would say needs a little tweaks the vocals I think could be a little bit more present in the mix and also a little bit like beefier could be an EQ thing could need to turn your mids or your bass up but it could also be a delivery thing that's what I found when I was rapping personally. You always want to make sure you have full use of your diaphragm. So make sure you're standing up when you record. And if that's not enough, check out some breathing exercises on YouTube and you'll get that beefier sound in your vocal track. As for the tracks themselves, Zach has been making hip hop for about a year, but he's been a musician for half his life. So, you know, the melodies on this are dialed in. The song structures are good, well-written, and this is definitely on its way. It reminds me of the type of hip-hop that was starting to get popular when I was in college, like around the turn of the 2010s. Stuff like Mac Miller, Kid Cudi, Asher Roth, Wiz Khalifa, like slacker stuff that's good for vibing and, you know, started putting a lot of emphasis on melody in hip-hop. And over the last 10 years, this style of hip-hop has been evolving and evolving and evolving to the point where we could have a theoretical discussion as to whether this stuff in 2020 even classifies as hip-hop. And I'm going to take it there, but purely theoretically, there's no value judgment on this because good music is good music regardless of the genre. 
but is this hip hop? Um, so purists think hip hop is best when it's strictly adhered to in terms of the classic styles. I think most of us though would agree that a little bit of experimenting with new sounds has always been a good thing. It's brought some new flavors and kept things fresh. But at some point, music does run the risk of, you know, becoming like a photocopy of a photocopy to the point where the elements of like the original hip hop aren't even there. So like, you know, the new Justin Bieber album uses trap drums and 808s, but nobody would call that a hip hop album. And I think, you know, some of the stuff in this family tree of what I was talking about earlier also kind of falls into that lane a little bit just because hip hop is like a cultural experience as much of a music form. And I think if you're going to call the music hip hop, it kind of has to have some of the elements that inherently evolve from the culture, like different types of lyricism and like Mac Miller and Tyler, the creator artists that influenced this wave greatly their sound evolved over the years, but I feel like it was well respected by hip hop heads because even, you know, towards present day, it's still rooted in hip hop to an extent. So Zach, with that in mind, I don't like to tell people how to make their art, you know, so like I always say, you can disregard whatever I say and just do you if you want. But for me, I would love to hear some more classic hip hop in there like the lyrics on your songs, they're thematically very strong. I think you're talking about some interesting feelings you're having and some, you know, very valid emotional moments, but you know, your lyrics aren't really like bars in the traditional hip hop sense. So hip hop bars use a few quintessential elements that kind of separate them from lyrics of other music. And those would be, you know, things along the line of punchlines, like similes, double entendres, you know, the technical aspects of lyric writing and, you know, those technical aspects on the two songs that you're demoing for your project aren't really there right now. Zach did do a track that was a little bit of like a joke kind of a thing at the beginning of the pandemic and the song's called Corona, which is like a fun, you know, track about the virus and... Zach, I know you weren't necessarily looking for me to review that track, but I think I think to have a versatile and well-rounded project, you could jump in and explore some of the skills you were exploring on that Corona song. It shows you have a strong sense of humor, but since you are like a beginner hip-hop writer, some of the bars aren't really on that expert level yet. So I've been thinking about talking about this in a podcast for a little bit, and this is a good way to introduce this. I'm going to talk about how to write a good punchline. A good punchline usually has at least two elements, a setup bar, and then the joke or the punchline itself. And I'm picking the most glaring element to illustrate my point here. I think that this song did have a couple good punchlines and a couple not so good punchlines. The one that kind of stuck out to my ear that I could use as an example is in the chorus. It's chilling in my house with Corona, sitting on my couch, that's a sofa. So that's a sofa is a traditional punchline delivery, but there's no context or setup line, so the bar doesn't make sense. 
So for the good punchline, you need at least a setup bar. So I'm going to use that same final bar to illustrate a more fleshed out punchline. So you could say something like, we've had a long night, let's go home, bruh. Long way from my couch, that's a sofa. I mean, that's not the greatest bar in the world, obviously, but it has a little bit more context from the first line. We've had a long night, let's go home, bruh, which allows for the setup bar in that sentence, which is long way from my couch. Now that makes sense. And then the punchline is that's a sofa and you're using kind of that wordplay sofa and so far. And then that's a more fully realized punchline. Obviously it doesn't work in the context of your song, but you know, you are saying some like really funny ass shit on that song. I thought the pneumonia line with the coughs in the background was funny. Whiskey and dabs punchline was pretty strong. But then there were some other ones that I was kind of like, mm, I don't know about that, you know? But, you know, you're also just saying some pretty impactful stuff across all of the songs that I listen to. So I really do think you have the potential to increase your lyrical prowess. Just, you know, I would say kind of become like a student of the game really study, you know, how hip hop lyrics are set up, especially if you're going to market your music to a hip hop audience, because hip hop fans are usually looking for hip hop bars when they listen to hip hop music, obviously. Don't get discouraged by this review by any means. You're definitely showing a lot of potential across the songs. The beats that you're writing are really good. You have a great ear for melody, like I said before, and the song structures are good too. I really like how you're doing your flow switches and kind of keeping like a common like rhythmic thread throughout the songs. You're not making any egregious mistakes that new artists make. And that's probably because you are a longtime musician. Everything's sounding really good. Just keep working away and make sure you kind of like stand behind everything you put out 110%. You can root yourself in hip hop definitely, but still just like Mac did, just like Tyler does, let that eclectic artist style flow, you know what I mean? Let those other influences come in too. The beauty of the style that you're doing is that you can draw those other influences and it totally makes sense. Like one thing I would have loved to hear is on the song Love for the Homies. I think it would have really benefited from like a bridge at the end of the song, even just like a four or five word sing along refrain kind of thing to kind of, you know, get something stuck in my head, make it a little bit more memorable than just, you know, two verses and a chorus kind of a thing. So, you know, don't be afraid to bring in those alternative influences as well. And if you do that, I really think you have something here. You're a talented artist, so you can definitely, you know, improve a lot and, level up to making this project that you're working on something that people really want to listen to. So Zach, thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for hitting me up. People at home, thank you also for listening. Hit me with a follow. Space Pope Reviews on Spotify, Space Pope Reviews on SoundCloud, at The Daily Snob on Twitter. I have a new graphic for my podcast. I don't know if you guys noticed. Janine Siach designs on Instagram, Janine C I A C H dot design. Check her out. Send me a DM if you want to talk to me for whatever reason. I'm down for that. 
and smash that share button. Let's get the word out on all these independent artists and what we're doing here. If you would like me to review your project, you can email me gugl0003 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Twitter. And yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. I will see you next week. Bye.